Welcome to the Shift Spotlight Podcast. I'm Winter, your host and co-founder of the Shift Spot. We are business transformational experts that help business owners and CEOs shift from working in the business to working on the business. My partner, Ken Paskins, and I specialize in helping visionaries achieve breakout results and scale with ease. We say here at the Shift Spot, shift happens, and we believe our knowledge, skill set, and support will help you design your business to give you the freedom and balance you deserve. Also, the Shift Spotlight is always looking for podcast guests, so go to theshiftspot.com and click on podcast. We'd love to have you. It's Winter with the Shift Spotlight, and today we have a very special guest with us. His name is Dean Wegner, and he is an entrepreneur, a leader, and a veteran who makes American-made premium apparel, and he can be found on AuthenticallyAmericans.us. So, Dean, welcome to the Shift Spotlight. Hello, Winter. I am honored to be a guest. Thank you for the invite. And just first, let me just take a minute and thank you. Thank you so much for your service. Um, I know we're going to we're gonna dive into that today, but, uh, you know, I feel like I know you because I've seen you on Fox so many times, but this is the first time we've ever talked. So um, why don't you just talk about your background and what you did for our country before we get into the, the company stuff? Well, Winter, First of all, thank you. I appreciate you sharing your appreciation because I truly love our country. We live in the greatest nation in the world, and it truly was an honor to serve our great nation. And awesome. a little about me personally. So I tell everybody I'm a veteran and an entrepreneur, and priorities for me are God, family, country. And my <laughs> Christian faith is first, first and foremost in my life. And my wife and I, just about a month ago, Winter, celebrated anniversary number 29. Oh, wow. That's incredible. I, I love that. And you have four kids, one um, one you adopted from Ethiopia. Is that right? That is correct. So daughters are now 25 and 22. We have a 19-year-old son and our 13-year-old son we adopted in 2012 from Ethiopia. So family is incredibly important to me and I'm passionate about making a difference and, and it's been incredible the last 11 years you know with the entire family especially with the addition of our new son awesome so for those who don't know you why don't you just tell us what you do so you also asked, asked about the veteran background so I yeah. had the privilege of attending West Point so I graduated in 93 and I chose aviation as my branch, so I went to flight school, had to learn how to fly helicopters, and then had a unique opportunity after flight school, went to the Army Special Forces Ranger School. And we'll talk more about our business winter, but I didn't know it back then. But Ranger School is great training for leading a startup. No sleep and incredible stress. That's the life I've been living, you know, since becoming and an the entrepreneur. The Rangers are no joke. They're the guys that bust in there, right? Um, so my dad was in the army and my brother was in the air force. My dad was a private oh. pilot too. And uh, uh, we we about died every time he landed. Takeoff was easy, but every time yes. he landed growing up, we about died. Um, but uh, but uh, no, we we have a, a huge respect for that in, in our family as well. But the Rangers, they're tough, man. Rangers are tough, tough. Well, I was you know honored to be there and 
you know, just thinking back, you know, not only of that time at flight school, Ranger School in West Point, but the entire seven years of active duty, you know, just reinforce how much I love our country and the incredible men and women I serve with. And it's those lasting memories that really are a lot of the inspiration for Authentically American and the brand we launched six years ago. So it's only been six years. Gosh, I feel like I feel like you've been doing this forever. So talk about your brand. Tell, tell us what it is. Well, Winter, it does feel like it's been 20 years because it's been a lot of hard work. It's been a lot of hustle. But, you know, one thing I tell everybody, anyone that asks for advice, I say, you know what, find what you love. Find what you're passionate about, because, you know, as hard as I've been working, as exhausted as I am, I'm even more energized because truly feel like I'm making a difference. And authentically American, we're an apparel brand. We've got amazing product, but it's all made here in the U.S., and winner to highlight how rare American made is. When I graduated from West Point in 93, over 50% of the apparel in the US was made here. Today it's three. Wow. Three wow. Percent 3%. And the heart of our mission is our passion for creating American jobs. We just happen to be in the apparel business. And one of the things I love about apparel is most every person here in the U.S., unless you live in a nudist colony, you know, makes a choice every day what shirt you're going to wear. So we have an opportunity to impact literally everyone. Oh, yeah. Ken loves his shirt. So um, so your shirts, they they really do talk about what's on them, right? Like you you promote the wonderful things about our country through your apparel, right? We do. So Winter, to, to clarify, so everyone understands, you know, who our customers are, because there's really two distinct sides of our business. We do have a consumer side. So you as an individual can go to our website, you know, buy your new favorite t-shirt, pair of socks, hoodies, quarter zip, anything like that. But that's a relatively small 10% of our business. 90% is more corporate B2B focused. So think custom polos and t-shirts for businesses and charities. And we work Great. with some of the largest organizations like Fortune 500 companies, Pepsi, Bridgestone, and Comcast. We work with a lot of big charities like Wounded Warrior, Tunnel to Towers, Team Red, White, and Blue. So we order with, work with clients that order thousands of items all the way down to small businesses and small charities because we keep our minimums low. That is awesome. Um, so how how did you get us started in apparel? I mean, that's a tough business, retail, apparel, that doesn't just uh, land in your lap like one day. I want to do apparel. I did not. And I tell everybody I'm a veteran and an entrepreneur. But when I left the Army in 2000, couldn't even spell entrepreneur. I had no <laughs> idea, you know, this whole world existed. And, you know, one of the things I realized is so often you're a product of our environment and had an amazing dad growing up. And he was a 30-year engineer for a Fortune 500 company. And that's what he did. That's what most of his friends, most of our neighbors did. So that's the only world I knew. So when I left the army, what I did was work for Procter and Gamble and Mars, work for brands like Crest and Tide and M&Ms. And so thankful for that experience because they're just both world-class marketing and branding companies. But P&G, for example, is an $80 billion company, 80 okay. billion. And I had fairly big jobs and was very well paid. But winter, at one point, I realized that if you pull me out, you know, the next guy steps right up and the machine doesn't skip a beat. And I really wrestled with, am I truly making a difference? Mm. And that was that initial catalyst to become an entrepreneur. 
-hmm. But back to not being able to spell entrepreneur, you know, I didn't think I had it in me to start a business from scratch. So I entered the entrepreneurial ranks through acquisition. And in 2012, bought my first business. In winter, it is a business you never would have heard of, but you would have seen the output before because I'm sure you've been at sporting events and seen the national anthem and seen those fancy dress uniforms that the military wears. So that's yeah. what we did. We were a government contractor that produced dress uniforms for the military. Ah, and that exposed me to the apparel industry. That's where I learned that tragic history from 50% down to only 3% now being American made. And I was rather naive back then, didn't really understand the way how business worked. And I thought, well, this is wonderful. I thought I want to win more contracts and I thought we'll create more jobs. But what I realized in the government contracting industry, it's a bidding process. And unless the military mm. is growing, there's no real job creation. It's more of a job transfer. And that mm. for me was that light bulb moment that said, what if, what if instead of being a government contractor, what if we built a brand? And mm -hmm. I thought back to the days of Crest and Tide and M&Ms. And I also thought, what if, instead of what 97% of brands do and chase cheap labor overseas, what if we made the intentional choice to produce right here in the U.S.? And that's where it started in 2017 with a blank sheet of paper to bit, with a vision to build this iconic American brand. And I'm exhausted. <laughs> it has been the <laughs> hardest thing I've ever done. I'm having flashbacks to Ranger School with no sleep and incredible stress, but truly feel energized and truly feel like I have an opportunity to make a difference. I mean, I, I, I love it. Right. And, uh, you, you went against the grain and you did what most didn't do. And every bit of my success in my career has always been doing what everybody else didn't do. And it would, they would say, you're going to fail and you're never going to make it. But when I went against the grain, then that's when I made it the biggest impact and the biggest splash. And it always felt great not being like the, the sheeple and following the way it's always done. And, and, and so I, I love that you, you know, decided to branch out. And so let's talk about, you know, how exhausted and tired you are because our demographic, they, they are CEOs, they're entrepreneurs, they're business owners. Some of them have been there, done that. Some of them are on their way. Maybe you're, you're 10 steps ahead of them. But, you know, why don't you tell us what the most difficult part of your CEO journey has been? Well, Winter, you mentioned it, apparel. It is a massive <laughs> $300 billion industry. Every year, Americans spend $300 billion. And initially, I was truly excited. I thought, well, literally, you know, we can touch everybody. But what I underestimated is how ultra competitive it is. Because there's brands like Nike, Polo, Under Armour, North Face, Patagonia, Lululemon. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. And all of those brands have millions of dollars of marketing to spend that I don't have. Right. And one of the you know, common experiences that you and I have is you know being blessed with some incredible opportunities on national TV. And that was one of the pages I took out of the playbook back from P&G and Mars. Because back in those days, we literally had Super Bowl ad budgets. I mean, massive yep. Super Bowl ad budgets and my marketing budget winner is about this big. Yeah. And I yeah. thought, although we don't have a massive marketing budget, what we do have is this feel good American story. We're creating American jobs. We're veteran owned. We're patriotic. And we thought, let's try and get as much earned media as we can and have been blown away at the reception we've received. And we've been on Fox. We've been on 
MSNBC. We have another one coming up on Good Morning America. We've been in Forbes magazine. So just blessed with that incredible coverage. And that is helping address the biggest challenge. And that's awareness. Because most business owners, most leaders of charities, most you know, general managers have no idea there's a brand like us available. They think if they're going to get a custom shirt for their company that they're resigned to Nike, Land's End, something that's made overseas, and they don't realize they have an American-made option like us. Right. You know, um, you're, you're bringing me back to my old days. Um, you know, I, I studied marketing and public relations at Florida State. And uh -huh. I worked for um, 501c3 starting out and we had no marketing budget, you know, 501c3s, you're doing everything, <laughs> yeah. public relations, public relations, public relations, and, and you really leverage that. Um, have you heard of Donald Miller and story branding at, by chance? I absolutely have. And reason being, he's a fellow Nashville neighbor right here in this great city, music city. All right. Well, I'm just going to tell you, you you've nailed uh, story branding um, from, you know, <laughs> that aspect. And um, it's not just a story. I mean, it's a story that means something. And there is it, it, there's a product behind it. It's not just a story for story's sake. So I love what you've done in terms of, you know, everybody thinks you need to have this big corporate budget to to make it. And you made it on you know, just talking about who you are and what you bring and why people should invest in you so or buy buy from you. So I, I love what you've done there. Well, thank you, Winter. And can I show you one of our hero products, one that people love because it ties to your yes. question before about how long American made? So 90% of our business is, you know, the corporate B2B focus with custom polos and t-shirts, but you know, we're in football season now, and this is one of my favorites, being a West Point oh, grad. Can that. you see that okay? Yeah, yeah. And I wish, Winter, we were here together in person, because if you could feel this, you'd be like, Dean, that's got to be the softest t-shirt I've ever felt, and that's by design, because who doesn't love a nice soft t-shirt? And it's not only the fabric, but the print. We use a soft hand print to include tagless. I mean, who likes right. a tag? I mean, they itch, they drive me crazy. But that's the way all of our shirts are incredibly soft. But let me show you one of these fun innovation that we have. So I'm going to spray this shirt and watch what happens. Ah, that's awesome. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> In winter, people have literally said, Dean, no offense. I don't care where it's made. The shirt is just so incredibly soft and comfortable. And like your reaction, like, wow. Yeah. But when they have an yeah. experience like that, they want to learn more and they'll look at the tag and see that Made in USA and back to that 3% number. They'll realize nothing in their closet American made. And you talked about being able to highlight and promote that we're American made. So it's tough when you look at a shirt. I mean, you really can't know unless you look at the tag and see, you know, whether it's made in China, made in whatever country. And we all have made in USA. But one thing that we did to help be a subtle reinforcement on the back, you know, this is our vintage U.S. flag. And that is a mm -hmm. subtle reinforcement of the intentional choice for American made. So that's the way it is on T-shirts. And for example, Winter, if you're a business owner and you order a polo, Instead of a swoosh on the left sleeve, that will be a hem tag with that vintage U.S. flag. And our mm -hmm. clients love it because oftentimes yeah. they're veteran owned, they're American made as well. They also are very patriotic and they say, you know what, that little logo is a subtle reinforcement of what we believe. 
It's a right. subtle reinforcement of our values and our commitment to you know similar ethos that you have. That, that's awesome. So you've got this great brand. You're authentically American made. So then, you know, what what are the things getting in the way of of scaling your company even bigger and even better than it that's already been in the six short years and and, and six years and you're still alive and kicking, you know? Yes. So, I mean, what what's what's preventing you from scaling even more? Well, Wendy, I think a lot of it was, you know, my own ignorance and my being a first step bad entrepreneur. Because, you know, I had mentioned how we have such a massive market and we can literally appeal to everyone. But what I found is that lack of focus did not work really well. Yeah. And we are trying to be all things to all people. And our focus now is very narrow and have a new mantra. That's one of my favorites. The riches are in the niches. And niches. we are laser focused <laughs> on who that target customer is. And for example, when we're on national TV, we get people across all industries reaching out, wanting to partner with us. But any external marketing activity and anything that we're doing is focused on the veteran. Because mm. what we've sadly found is most people don't know where their shirt is made, which I'm okay with that. But sadly, what I've found over the last five years is most people just don't care. And after right. I got got over my anger issues and realized that, you know what, I can't control how everyone else feels, you know, I embrace the fact that one person that does or one group of people that do care is the veteran. So our focus mm -hmm. is on veteran-owned businesses and veteran-focused charities. And one of the numbers astounded me because when we did our due diligence, I initially thought, well, 1% is all that's served. And an even smaller subset of that group owns businesses, but there are 400,000 400, veteran-owned businesses with 10 or more employees. There's wow. 40,000 veteran-focused charities, and we work with hundreds of both. But in essence, we're working with 1% of our target market. So we will go to so events. Can you say stats again? Can you rewind and say that stat again? There's 400,000 400, veteran-owned businesses with 10 or more employees. There's wow. 40,000 veteran-focused charities. So we're working with hundreds of both, but in essence, we're working with 1% of our yep. target market. So, you know, that focus, you know, getting narrow, getting focused is what's really allowing our business to take off in a big, big way. Yeah, that's that's great. So you've been in this CEO role. Um, how, how many employees do you have working for you? So... Just to clarify on our business model, most all of our workforce is all outsourced. So we have manufacturing in 11 states. So, you know, these T-shirts that I showed you, we make those in Texas. One of the recent times we were on national TV winter, these fun socks were the number one seller. We make these in North Carolina. So all of the apparel manufacturing is outsourced, contract manufacturing. But intensely, all of our finance, IT, accounting, even some of our digital marketing is out for us because we want to keep our fixed expenses low and you know, keep the variable expenses high. So between full-time, part-time, there's eight of us. And we wow, all so do a little bit of everything. I mean, this is you know, yep. true small business entrepreneurial spirit. I remember in the early days, you know, I'm the one that created the you know, strategic blueprint. You know, it's created a whole strategic plan. You know, was out selling our initial first customers, scrub the toilets, whatever it takes. And it's still right. you know, that spirit that we operate with right now. 
I mean, that that's uh, that's great. So you've learned a lot, I'm sure, because you've had to wear many, many hats in this role. So if you could go back to yourself six years ago, what would you what would you tell yourself that you learned along the way to save yourself some heartbreak in your in your CEO journey? Two things. One I already touched on, you know, winter is focus. And I think any business, you know, whether your product, service, I think focus really allows you to narrow, you know, what your identity is as a brand, what your identity is as a company. And more importantly, you know exactly who that target customer is. So we're there right now, but it took us much, much longer than we should have to get here. I think the other one is I am overly optimistic. The glass is never half empty. Even when it's empty, it's overflowing. And I should have done a better job at preparing for the worst case because none of us could have planned COVID. But I thought the benchmarks that we're at right now, you know, being a seven-figure brand, we would have been there in year two or three. Yeah. And we may have, might have been there, you know, without COVID. But, you know, I should have done a better job in saying, okay, we want to prepare for the best case. But, you know, what, what happens if we don't get there? And, yeah. you know, there have been too many scary moments, too many times when we weren't sure if we're going to meet payroll, if we weren't going to be able to pay suppliers. But, you know, I've been on my knees every day, you know, praying for God's guidance for provision. But it would have been a lot less stressful if we would have prepared for the worst case as well. Yeah, yeah. You know, I've talked to a few people today that that said, you know, I'm a 10-year overnight success. I'm a seven-year overnight success <laughs> kind of a deal. And I don't think that, you know, a lot of people realize what it takes to get a company started, especially when it's, you know, off the ground. It's, it's one thing to go in and buy a restaurant or buy a dry cleaning company or whatever the case may be. But it's, it's completely a whole other deal when you're starting from grassroots. So I, I think people grossly underestimate how long some of these things can really oh, take yeah. when you're when you're getting when you're getting off and running. So um Tell tell me what the the top three things impacting your company right now are. So the number one, you know, in a positive way is the team, because it was my initial concept and idea. My wife and I were the first two that started building it. But the only reason we're talking right now, Winter, is we've got an incredible team here at Authentically American. And if we do a take two in five years from now, the only reason we will be here talking is because we've done a phenomenal job in hiring an amazing team. And you know, I was a hockey player at West Point, still playing a men's beer league now, and I'm a big believer in team. And I truly believe business is one of the ultimate team sports because even if you're a sole proprietor, you still have to have a great banker, an accountant, you know, an attorney. So having a First class team has been number one priority, priority, and that's really what's going to enable our growth in the future. Right. And the second one, you know, really touched on that focus, but that focus, I can't emphasize enough, you know, what a big learning that was for me and where that growth is going. And I think the third one, we also emphasize early on our story, being veteran owned, being American made, you know, everything. And I showed you these socks. I'll highlight, you know, what's most important because you have done a phenomenal job when you're on, you know, HGTV, when you're on national TV. And one of the recent times when are these fun patriotic socks were the number one seller. 
And the reason they were is the host in front of 2 million people said, these are his favorite pair. <laughs> and you can imagine the spike in traffic and sales, but I actually loved what he said because he didn't mention anything about him being American made. He said, they're so soft, so mm -hmm. comfortable. They have this fun patriotic design. That's why they're his favorite pair. But when you have an experience like that, you want to learn more and you'll read the fine print that says designed in Nashville, you know, made in North Carolina, but you don't get to the brand story unless we deliver that amazing product experience. And that's right. one thing that early on we were focusing on the story, but what we should have really emphasized was the core essence of our brand being a consumer product is that product experience. So whether it's right. that fun, innovative t-shirt that we have, whether it's the socks, that is what's ultimately most important as a consumer brand. Right, right, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I just love everything you're doing. So you're on the right track. You're 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 seven figure successful business, but where are you going to invest your resources for the next year? What are you going to do in 2024? So we are investing that time and resources on where we know our target customer is. So we've found that as a new brand, digital marketing's tough. You know, you know, everyone thinks, well, you know what, just throw a few ads on Facebook, Instagram. I mean, it is incredibly challenging because it is a saturated market and, you know, we're competing against brands that spend millions of dollars on advertising. So we're right. investing a lot of time and energy in events. So we get yep. a lot of events that maybe a trade show conference that we know a lot of better known businesses and charities will be. There'll be defense industry because there's a lot of our target customer there. So we're investing time, travel, exhibit, but when people get to see and feel and touch our product, you know, that's what we've found has made the big difference. So there's a lot of time and energy for me, you know, leading a lot of these trips, and a lot of these exhibits, but we've really found that is what is a big, big differentiator when people can be there in person and experience our brand. Gotcha. Okay. So if people want to get a hold of you, what would be the best way? Authenticallyamericans.us? Is that is that how they reach you? That is absolutely the best spot. And I always highlight authenticallyamerican.us.us was an intentional choice given the equity of our brand. So whether you're an individual consumer that wants to go buy a fun pair of so socks or one of those innovative sweat tees, you go to our website. Or if you are leading a business, you run a charity, you have an organization that's buying custom polos and t-shirts, go to our website as well. And there's a button that says outfit your team and you can get started on that process. I love that. Um, I I like funny, funny sayings. And um, like we like to say shift happens, <laughs> you know, here at the shift spot or whatever. But, um, you know, uh, I have a couple companies I think I want to throw your way that would be oh, interested wonderful. in bigger orders that, you know, um, might help your business grow. So um, anything else you want to leave our listeners with before we sign off here today? Well, the only other thing I would share, Winter, is I'm sure you'll include my contact information in the you know, show notes. And yep. so many people have invested over in me and my career. I always make it a point. You know, I had a couple calls today, just fellow veterans, fellow entrepreneurs reaching out and say, Dean, I had a question. Can you help? And they reached out via LinkedIn and they were surprised. Like I actually responded. And <laughs> I always go out of my way because, you know, one of my favorite books that somebody gave me is Go-Giver. And, you know, that I whole that. paid forward mindset. So that is the only other yeah. thing I would say. If you're a new entrepreneur, if you're a veteran, you're 
got questions, you know, it's easy to track me down via LinkedIn or via our website, you know, please do not hesitate to reach out. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. We, we so appreciated having you on the shift spotlight. I was honored to be a guest winner. Thank you very much. Thank you so much for listening to the Shift Spotlight podcast. If you are a service-based business owner, CEO, founder, or co-founder with under 10 years of experience, and you are in the trenches of growing your idea or business and want to bring your inspiring story of change, challenge, and success, all while promoting your business and gaining exposure with a remarkable and influential network, we are actively searching for podcast guests who can share their journey. Please visit theshiftspot.com forward slash podcast to apply today. And if you are a listener, I'd love to give a shout out to your business, to our entire audience for free. All you have to do is leave a review on Apple Podcasts or follow our newsletter by going to LinkedIn and searching The Shift Spot. Your thumbs up ratings and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean the world to me and my team. We believe every person has a message that can positively impact the world, and we love our community who listens and shares our program. Together, we are empowering one another as shift leaders. Hit subscribe to be inspired and motivated. I promise to bring positivity and inspiration to you and your growing business. We will see you next time.